Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. It was a shocking graphic, and I screenshotted it so I could show my kids, my grandkids one day. This is a day, this is the moment, when the American media, at least Fox News, finally acknowledged the massive news that broke a week ago. The Western world, the G7 countries, we're now economically number two. Put simply, the West went woke, and now we're going broke. This graphic is shocking. You really got to look at it because just of the piece of history that this is, the turning point in our history, where the G7 was passed by BRICS in economic output in GDP. If you want to see it for yourself, I've got it up on all my social media, at Tara Servatius on Twitter. I've got it on Gab, on Getter, on Facebook. You you really should look at it uh, because you just almost have to see it to, to just take in the shock of it. As the Western world fades in France, they're over in China trying to see if they can get a piece of the BRICS action this week. This is what panic looks like. And yeah, it's why they indicted Trump this week. What's made this possible? Joe Biden was a huge contributor to it because remember, with his 75 executive orders that he put out, 75 regs that he put out, he decreased our oil production by 1.5 million barrels a day and put us in the number two position, the second largest energy producer in the world. Under Trump, we were number one. If you ask the average person shopping at the grocery store, hey, what's the main thing America produces now? They'd probably tell you tech or something like that. But it wasn't. Under Trump, every single quarter, the number one growth category for the economy was mining and minerals. And that's rare earth minerals, coal, natural gas, and oil. Joe Biden took care of that, and now we're not anymore. This reality is understood outside the United States. American people have no idea. What caused it? According to the IMF report that admitted it, well, I'll just read. Blowback from the sanctioning of Russia by the G7 nations in the aftermath of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and a growing resentment among the developing economies of the world to the G7 economic policies. Bottom line, as I warned at the time, you'll remember this if you were a battleground listener, those sanctions would only hurt Americans at the pump. They would enrich Russia. I even argued at the time that that is exactly what the Russian oligarchs paid Hunter Biden for. 
over $40 million through the Rosemont Seneca companies, as reported by the New York Post. Brix has been around for 20 years, and they've been talking about competing with our currency for that long. No one's paid them too much attention until now. It's exactly because of that those GDP numbers, with us now being number two producers in the world, and BRICS being number one, that the whole world wants to join them. They meet every year with very little fanfare, but this year will be different. In August, they're planning to roll out their joint currency, and everyone wants to join BRICS. Because all indications are that currency will take on the dollar directly. And if you look at the list of who wants to join BRICS, it tells you who so many of the world's countries think is the rising power on earth. And it ain't us. Here are the countries petitioning to join BRICS. The United Arab Emirates, Egypt, Algeria, Argentina, Mexico, Nigeria. Over the last couple of weeks in the wake of that Chinese-Russian summit, it wasn't covered much here, but the international news covered it quite a bit. The talk was that Chairman Xi wouldn't take Biden's phone calls. Somebody asked Kirby, Joe Biden's spokesperson, about it. He kind of gaffed it off. But there are other people whose phone calls she is taking. Because right now, the head of France and the head of the EU are leading a European business delegation to China. And they're rolling out the red carpet. Full state visit, including meeting with Xi in various provinces that are usually only reserved for high-level partners like Putin. And you know why they're getting it? Because France just brought their first shipment of liquid natural gas in Yuan. So China wants to reward that, wants to reward France for dropping the dollar for the first time and using yuan instead. Put bluntly, the U.S. is being humiliated on the international stage. But even more importantly, we're being drop kicked economically because the signs are everywhere that our European allies are splitting with us. I know that sounds nuts, but it appears like they are like take it. Take just take a look at this. Okay. So after China and Russia got together and China announced it would be trying to broker peace in the Ukraine war, Joe Biden's administration in America said, hey, don't do that. You can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Do you know what Emmanuel Macron, leader of France, just said? The headline was in Politico EU. China has a key role to play in finding the path to peace in Ukraine. It's a total slap in the face to the Biden administration. From our allies. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now Macron is buying liquid natural gas in Yuan and flying to China. But the real fear is this. China has begun dumping our treasuries. Trying to lead by example to encourage other countries to do the same. That could cause a big problem because we're on the verge of a commercial real estate crisis. We shut everything down for, it turned out, no reason during COVID. And guess what? 
people learned that they didn't really need their office space. Then the summer of love happened, a woke disaster, and crime was introduced in a lot of these big blue cities in a way that it had never been before. So these areas, these office spaces were not only unneeded, they were unsafe. That led to this. And folks, this is a huge deal. This headline I mentioned last week from the San Francisco Chronicle, San Francisco could be on the verge of collapse. What should California do about it? Again, this is the editorial board of the San Francisco Chronicle. And then it continues, downtown San Francisco is at risk of collapsing and taking much of the Bay Area with it. Wow. They liken it to the disaster in lower Manhattan. (laughs) After 9-11, folks, after 9-11, that's like a bomb that hit. They say they're going to need 20 to $30 million just to prop it up and keep it from spreading. Okay, let me piece this together for you. The combo, the deadly combo of the crime, the criminals let out, and the fact that there's this glut of unneeded office space. Not everywhere. Where I am in Greenville, we actually need more. We're really growing because people are fleeing this mess. But what's going on in these places is that they're walking away from their their notes from their loans on these, you know, big commercial spaces. Well, who holds 70% of those loans? The regional banks. You know the ones that the Biden administration is deliberately trying to collapse? What happens uh, when those notes um, are walked away from and the banks face problems? Well, to remain liquid, they're going to have to do what? Dump the treasuries that they hold on their books just like the Chinese are. See the problem there? The other night I was at a forum with former Senator Jim DeMint from South Carolina. I don't know if you know him. He was talking about all this and he made a brief comment on what the states need to be doing now because he was talking about how in the the future that is coming, the states need to be the bastion of freedom and do all of this. So I asked him, I said, what do the states need to do? And his answer was really surprising. It wasn't what I thought it would be at all. He said they need to begin to print to create their own currencies. And I went, wow, because I assumed he was talking about, well, you know, freedom, uh, central bank digital currency, uh, blah, blah, blah. And that was I did part of it, but that wasn't the main part of it. He was talking about how states in, in what is coming with our money, with our currency, are going to need to have their own and they're going to need to have it in place before the crash comes. Forum was actually on what's going on in our legislature. It was completely out of place and he moved on quickly, but it chilled me to my core. I've been thinking about it ever since. It's the kind of thing you can only say when you've got former in front of your title as U.S. Senator. He didn't understand, he said, why states weren't moving quickly to do this. Just one of our states has its own bank. It was a chilling statement. And the fact that a former senator who hasn't been up on the Hill in a while knows tells me they all know. They're just pretending they don't. But Fox News, at the very least, for the second time in the last week, has very slowly begun to acknowledge reality and prepare the American people for it. They actually did the GDP story. They did the economic story. The G7 is now number two in the world in economic output, not number one. And they even tried to explain what this means to their viewers. I want to play it for you because it's what I've been telling you for two years. And I'm finally, finally giving you some evidence, some confirmation that what I've thought 
was always mainstream. They just weren't ever willing to admit it. Here it is yesterday. This, too, is a historic broadcast. Take a listen. Now, we've seen these, you know, these developing countries and that what these developing economies, that's what they're called, the BRICS. And this is Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa, uh, that they were the developing countries and that the G7 had more power. Well, now we're seeing that dynamic shift when it comes to global GDP, uh, meaning the output of the economies themselves. And now the BRICS have overtaken the G7 when it comes to global GDP. And the G7 is, you know, the U.S., the U.K., Germany, France, Italy, Japan, Canada. So. Fox Business' Lori Kudlow, my colleague, he commented on what we're seeing with the U.S. dollar, which has a lot of investors really nervous. And, of course, those of us that believe in the health of the U.S. economy. Listen to what Larry said about this. The dollar goes down. The prices of goods and services that dollar buys will go up. Middle income people, lower income people, they would suffer the most because the necessities of life, their own living standards would deteriorate because prices would be skyrocketing. And there's no way wages uh, would be able to keep up with that. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.